This is Big Dreams, Small Pockets, a business and lifestyle podcast where we take you on our journey of making our dreams a reality. Ashel is a full-time entrepreneur with a specialization in digital marketing, and Veli works a nine-to-five job while managing her businesses on the side. If you want tips, tricks, and a good laugh, keep listening. Whether you're new or you've been listening from day one, we thank you for tuning in and ask you to share our podcast with your friends and business partners. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey, hey guys. guys. Oh, same time. Wow. <laughs> it's Belly. And it's Ashley here. Welcome, welcome back. welcome back to another episode of Big G Small Pockets. Um, <laughs> honestly, we need a different kind of sound effect. I feel like that's too... I, I always go boom. That's me. I just always go boom. You could be like, hey guys, boom. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> like that's my sound effect. Okay, we'll add that somewhere. <laughs> just drop a boom. Oh that's goodness. Alrighty. Today's topic is going to be about being the face and or not being the face. Just okay. about branding. Yeah. Honestly. And what that looks like in terms of who is at, you know, the forefront. Yeah. Who is the escape goat, Loki? The scapegoat, I'm crying. That's Loki. <laughs> Actually, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Ooh, for a lot of I like people. That. So, for example, you know, one of the pizza companies that recently just dropped their CEO. Yeah. You know, no more free advertising for these folks. Mm-hmm. Um, who just dropped their CEO. He was the face of the brand mm-hmm. for a while, you know. And because of his harsh comments, mm-hmm. he's no longer the face of their brand. And he is now being divorced. Oh, you know, life is a little hard for him, but that's not my business. I wish him the best. Mm. Anyways, guys, um, what does it mean to be the face of your brand or what does it mean to not be the face of your brand? Pros, cons, you know, what we recommend, what we suggest. We're going to get all into that right now. Before we do, uh, she's going to drop off a little bit of Chevy hair care tips for us in a little segment here. I feel like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. She caught me off guard. I feel like I was, I was caught <laughs> off guard with the Haitian like word of the day. I wasn't fucking ready. So she gonna definitely throw some tips she, in for hair. But she said before we start, I was looking at her like we didn't we don't have this written down. Like where that's, is this? And that's fine. This is just a segment um, here. The hair tip of the day. Massage that scalp, honey. If Ooh, you child. want growth. If you want a clean scalp, you need to massage. You need to get your follicles stimulated. Peppermint also really helps with the stimulation. So if you have a little peppermint oil, don't apply it directly to your hair because you should never be applying um, essential oils to any part of your body. Just like on its own like that. That's wild. You know, I don't I don't want you guys getting in, like hurt. I really wish somebody told me that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Before. Should I have told you that before? So whoever's thinking about it, don't go pouring peppermint oil <laughs> on your body, your head, like it's coconut oil. No, you mix it with a carrier oil, which can be coconut oil. Yeah. You know, a carrier oil is what helps dilute it and make it safer for you to apply. So if Ooh, you child. really want hair growth, I would recommend mixing maybe coconut oil, sunflower seed oil, castor oil, and peppermint oil. Um, and just giving yourself little scalp massages a couple times, a couple minutes, once a day mm-hmm. um, or every other day. But just do it at least three times a week and you will really see the benefits because um, hair growth starts from in to out. And I feel like your scalp is, you know, the calm medium between in and out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's it. Boom. That's that's the hair tip of the day. Thank you for the hair tip of the day, <laughs> Belly. 
Um, yeah, so we're going to get into being the face of your brand. Uh, it's actually really funny because we both have brands and you were not the face of your brand and I was. Oof. And it was two different experiences. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into why you chose not to be the face of your brand? Um, I think it was just safer for me to not... I have multiple brands, but <laughs> it's just safer for me to not be the face of Essentials. Like, I personally feel like it's an accountability thing. Yeah. If I'm the face of it, I got to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to press me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to ask me how I'm doing. How is it doing? Where is it going? And it's just like, that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot to deal with. And it's like screaming to the world, here I am, this is me, this is mm-hmm. mine. And I honestly don't want that because that's not my end goal. My end goal is not to be the face of anything. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, as y'all know. Yeah. So this business is about to be ran by another CEO as soon as it's able to. I yeah. will only be the chairperson. So that's why I personally don't feel like me being the face of my brand is beneficial. But it's not necessarily that a bad thing to be yeah. the face. I also think it depends on the brand. Yep, you know that's true. What exactly are you branding and do you need a face for it? So for me, with Chevy Hair Care, I, I was the face of my brand and I hated it. Mm-hmm. At first it was fun, but I hated it. I hated having, having to do a hairstyle, taking pictures from different angles, putting my watermark on it. And, you know, a lot of the problems could have been solved if I listened to Ashhole and, you know, hired a VA from the start. I didn't listen, you know, I learned. I'm learning my lesson, but I didn't like being the face of Chevy Hair Care. I didn't like, you know, when you think of Chevy Hair Care, you're looking towards me. But being that how I was now building this brand and I am now building this brand, you know, with hair, you tend to need to have a set face, especially if you're not a major hair company, mm-hmm. a major hair brand already. A lot of YouTubers start with, you know, the tutorial videos and all of that. And then they start releasing, hey guys, I have a new product coming out. Exactly. And that's how they thrive. You know, I didn't do any of that. I, as you guys know, oh, you don't know, I am, though I've been pushed, nudged, um, told, literally outright told, listen, you need to start a YouTube video. Threatened. Threatened, yeah, to start um, a YouTube uh, page channel. channel I refuse to and I will not I hate editing I don't want to be sitting in front of the camera all the time if I say outsource one more time guys <laughs> I'm not gonna be here no more like I'm leaving the fucking episode <laughs> I'm one of those DIY girls like I'm not paying no one to edit my video when I can do it myself and I hate editing so I'm not gonna do it oh Simple. my god honestly I just I, I really do not want to be a YouTuber I do not want to do it and unfortunately taking the no YouTube route makes it harder to start the Chevy Hair Care brand because now I have to rebuild. I still have to th- throw my face out there. Yeah. And being the face of the brand realize, helped me realize that I do not want to be the face of any future brands. Right. I want to be seen, yes, but I do not necessarily want to be the face, meaning when you think of the brand, you see my face. However, that can have positive and negative um, effects to it. Effects to it. So... People like to see someone to connect to. They like trusting someone. So like. seeing someone having one person be the solid face, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, I won't say a lot of, we know a specific insurance company that mm-hmm. had one female as the face of their brand for such a long time. When you thought of that insurance company, you thought of that woman, you know, or of the mascot or 
you know, the deep voice guy. You're in good hands. Yo! You know? <laughs> that is my commercial. Like, when you think about those people, when you think about those brands and those companies, it's, you see that one face. Yeah, and it's that the was common the one. It's trustworthy. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's that's amazing. This is good. Like, yeah. I'm going to go and do this now and buy this and get this car insurance or whatever. Like, buy this brand of bread. You know, Low key, if anything, I would pay someone else to be the face of my brand. And that's what people do now. They're yeah. actually called brand ambassadors. Yeah, and, and, and which leads into the next. <laughs> yeah. So what you when you mentioned um like YouTubers and stuff like that, I feel mm-hmm. like it sucks, but it also is a great stream of income when you are an influencer. Yeah. Because you kind of have to be the face of your brand. But the good thing about influencing is you don't have to be the actual influencer the page itself can be or the site itself so blog pages are technically influencer pages they are about one specific topic that can get paid to advertise other brands and and companies and services like um i recently started a nail page a nail influencer page called nail binge yeah it is owned and presented by the essentials but essentials have nothing to do with it it's literally just a, a hobby project that I'm working on where I post cool things I like about different nail techniques, different yeah. things I want to try. I'm on Instagram, like, I want to say, like, this is honestly too much, but probably, I want to say, like, six, seven hours a day anyway. Why not start something where I know it can generate income for me later on in life with it? Yeah. So being an influencer doesn't necessarily mean you have to be right then and there, boom, in the camera, making a YouTube channel. You can make pages. And those really? pages can be four, five, six, 40 million people mm-hmm. following it. Meme pages. Um, t- the Meme Shade pages? Room started off. Who the hell owns the Shade Room? No one knows. You follow it, though. I bet you do. It's like one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay. I, I follow this because it's popular. Of course, you have to grow to that level, but any influencer does. Yeah. But that's just, I say all this to say that you personally don't have to be the influencer. Yeah. Even if you are, though, there's nothing wrong with that. Because some people enjoy it. Some people enjoy testing out, oh, yeah, I get free stuff from this, this, and this people. So why not be the face? I can still send personally, and I have been sending personally stuff to sites where I know they get like 4 million hit-ups a week and different searches on Google and analytics where it's perfect. They fit my target market. But they are not one particular person. They are a whole influencer brand. Yeah, um, I agree. And to, you know, kind of touch on and extend on what you were saying about having multiple faces of your brand, some brands need that. You know, that's how they thrive, by having multiple influencers push their product. Because now their influencers have a lot of people who probably don't follow the brand. Yep you know, who never heard of the brand now being introduced or even if they knew the brand or whatever the case is, now they feel because they connect with the influencer, yep. they can then connect with the brand itself, yep. you know? And that's really, there is no right or wrong way to brand your company. Mm-hmm. There's just multiple ways. And with being multiple faces of the brands, I feel like it's also less responsibility in terms of um, be having a scapegoat. Yeah. There is no real scapegoat. So now if some person who's an ambassador messes up and do something wrong, does something wrong, 
you can just get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. And you have so many other faces of your brand. Now, if you have one specific face of your brand, when they mess up, it's such a big scandal because now you have to find a new person to replace it. Oh my gosh, can we, are we talking about brands in here? Can we, can I name a brand? Go ahead. So Subways, (laughs) they kicked that nigga to the curb. As soon as you said that, Subways popped into my head like this pedophile ass nigga. How dare you? That's what Papa John's did too. That's what yeah. a lot of them, they kick them to the curb. When you have them. one face <laughs> on your brand, it's literally like, mm, I don't really want to associate. I don't think I want to eat Subways no more. Exactly. Look at that pedophile. It can make or break your like, brand. It's like you have, they have to cut ties with people like that immediately. And it's really stressful because now you have to hold, you have to rebrand. Think of a whole exactly. new platform to get on because now I think Subway pedophile. And like, now people are so used to having this one face. When you start introducing another face, it's like it's not the same. Yeah, I don't, I, unless they the do same. it, unless they do it well and clever. Yeah, like they have to like ease it in. Like State Farm does a really good job of easing in different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Like they started off with Chris Paul, and now you see mad different basketball players in the yeah. State Farm commercials. I agree. Um, so choosing whether or not you want to be the face of your brand all depends on, you know, what your outcome is, what your goal is. Yeah. You know, if you want it to be a personal brand, if you want people to connect with your brand because they want, you know, they want to feel like they're connected to something and someone, I would probably suggest you or having one sole face of the brand, Mm -hmm. you know? However, if you are looking to just getting your brand out there and just trying to have as much people know about your brand, having multiple faces or no face might be the better option. More so the multiple face. You know, it is okay to not have a face of a brand. There are a Mm -hmm. lot of thriving businesses that doesn't have a face. Like the pages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many thriving businesses. However, it is important to do the research and see which brands um, best fit with a face. So for example... If you're doing a food brand, you don't necessarily need to, but it is like, for example, Popeyes. You know, they you can also have your soul face with guest faces. Like yep. that can also be a thing too. So there's multiple different ways on how to do it. Oh, but I was, um, was going to remind you about the Family Guy. That was a really good example. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And sometimes people have the different faces of the brands because they want to push a certain agenda for a certain market so for example with um family guy uh i was saying how everyone knew that meg was mila kunis yep you know everyone pushed that however the real Lu- the real lois i don't even know her name and i respect lois. her and i love her and she's i love her great too. i thank her for doing that voice um she's not as known no, she's not as pushed. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> plays <Because> Lois. <laughs> to be honest, she doesn't look like Lois. Okay, Lois looks. I don't want to say better, but their version of more attractive. Okay, is how the cartoon Lois looks mm-hmm. than the actual person. Okay, so they choose not to promote her as the Lois. They want to keep Lois, Lois, however you say that woman's it's name, Lois, Lois. I, I love Family Guy, guys. <laughs> I just can't pronounce stuff. Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> that's it. No, but that makes um, sense. Like when you're trying to push a certain, get a certain target market. Yeah. That's what they did. They were like, you know what? Mila Kunis is hot. She's young. Exactly. She's known for other things. Let's get her on billboards. Even though Meg barely in these episodes. Like you, once in a lifetime, you see Meg. 
Like, listen, she's an important character. Clearly, she is very important. <laughs> clearly, you know, and just with the brands, like you know, um, with the Lion King, how they used Beyonce as the yep. voiceover. That was, that was kind of making Branding. her the face of the brand. Branding, you know, mm-hmm. she will not be on Broadway. Please do not buy tickets to see the Lion King, <laughs> expecting to see Beyonce, because you will Yo. be very disappointed and you will not get your money back. Imagine. However, I would you know, like, I would like. <laughs> Stand out in the rain, cold city, and <laughs> you, snow, waiting for a ticket to you see would. that. You really would. Oh my god! Well, yeah. thank you for letting them know, cause no, seriously. <laughs> but you know, when you hear when it was announced that she will be the voice, yeah, that kind of threw the Lion King back on the map. Not saying that it ever left, but you know, it kind of died down a little bit. Yeah, but that of course, it's like 20, 30 years ago, which is one of the my favorite Broadway shows yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. So, no, but that, but that's a perfect example of you having your resources, mm-hmm. but then using them in a creative way. Yeah, when like honestly, when when brands influence and do all of those things, there's not one cookie cutter way to do it. Not your business all. can grow and like just find vast ways of learning how to do things, just by doing little creative things like putting one popular person or one favorable person out in the front. That is, yeah. I, yep, that's really it. Um, do you have any tips, tricks, uh, tools, advice about being I would, the face or not being the face? Well, not necessarily that, but I would say anybody who's trying to get brand ambassadors use the app called Refersion. Mm-hmm. So if you have a small business, you need, need, need to get an affiliate marketing system. That is a way to track your affiliate marketers and a way to pay them. Yeah. So whenever you see all those links that you get, you have the the DoorDash, the Ubers, the whatever, send my link and then you get like you get a little piece of it. That is um a lot of the stuff has to do with refersion. I don't know how to spell it, but <laughs> if you Google refersion, you can like put it in a backlink to all of your platforms like Shopify, Wix, all those different things. Refersion basically just tracks your system and gives you a way to get brand ambassadors. Because, you know, nobody wants to do nothing for free. I mean, it, it's really cool if you could get people to, to promote you for free. That's honestly what I do. But <laughs> yeah, a lot of people want to get paid some kind of commission. With Refersion, you set that person, that that commission, and you can adjust it for each person. So I'm sure Cardi B not getting the same type of affiliate marketing money as Sally Sue, who's promoting Fashion Nova. Yeah. And Fashion Nova definitely uses Refersion. You know what's um, interesting? I was approached, I think twice now, mm-hmm. to be a brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. And I was on cloud nine. I was like, yeah, I want my little old self. I, I don't even have a thousand followers on Instagram. What y'all want me for? <laughs> but then I realized it's a marketing tool to yep. the everyday people. Exactly. You know, now a lot of brands are looking into just finding uh, influences or not even influences, just random, you know, social media users. Exactly. Um, and offer them, hey, 40% your first purchase and, you know, anyone else who buys, you get either this percent off or, or you get free, this amount of money. Or, yeah, or a free product your next yeah. purchase. Like, just little things like that is saving brands. If you own a small business, That's you need to you know that one of the hardest, hardest tools you need to put an in investment in is getting affiliate marketing. Yeah. Because you're saving money on ads. Yeah. You don't have to run ads if people are doing it for you. If people are constantly talking about it for you. It just makes the most sense. Every business has it now. I feel like it's this, it's as common as having a social media page. Refersion, guys, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> 
as she reverts you back to reversion. No, seriously. Um, yeah, I fully agree. And it's just just marketing, branding. Like if you have a small business, this is really where your most of your like time and effort should be going. And obviously into perfecting whatever the business is, you know, whatever products and services. Grant Cardone on on business that's a secret is not a business. We the are not best, a business. Exactly. <laughs> the well, yeah. best business is the best known business. Exactly. That's literally Grant Cardone. That's my Uncle G. He is really like my like everything. I follow all of his ideals Meanwhile, and he everything. Me. I love Uncle he G. Irritates me. But he sends you too many emails. That's why. <laughs> I had to I had to deny him. Like I really I told him stop on every aspect. But every that's the aspect. thing. And these and whether it's good or bad, you, you heard of him. You know him. You I know that him. man is in my email. That's the inbox. thing. And with Mark marketing for him it's the lifeblood it makes so much sense it like yeah. if you if you have a business and it's not being pushed it's like what are you doing when you think about it McDonald's doesn't have the best burgers in town but everybody the knows most popular it. exactly why franchising so yeah <laughs> that's another whole that's a spend, whole other thing spend that money on marketing <laughs> spend that money on deciding whether or not you want to be your face i'm not one to to promote spending money on marketing there's, well, there's too many freeways out here to do it. <laughs> well, not spend that money, but spend that time. Put yeah, that effort in into, yeah. you know, really marketing. And you, like I said, still perfect your craft. Yeah. But, you know, you can have a perfect craft, but only two people know about it, mm-hmm. as Ashel said, you know. Yeah, and and you, choosing whether or not you want to be the face. Sometimes you do want to be the face. And sometimes you need to accept that you aren't the best face for your brand. Yep. And I think that's you a lot of the struggle. You don't market. Exactly. Yep. You know, are you what you're trying to sell? Yep. You know, are you, do you look like what you're trying to sell? No, most of the, I honestly, my hair don't look good most of the time. That's why I do not. Yo, you're not about to lie to these people on. Guys. Anyway, forget what she just said. Let's let's not even get into this. But, you know, like, in my opinion, my hair doesn't look good most of the times. Mm -hmm. So I do not want to be the face of the brand because I do not want to have to put in that work on That's a regular what I'm basis. It's, it's too much. It's you know, hard. Like I, my nails don't always look the best. They and... look great now. <laughs> like I'm sorry, I did my nails. I've been. Oh my gosh! Yay! We can get into a little personal stuff after we're done with this. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be the face of my brand, and I've recognized that. And that's okay. Like, I'm now switching it up so I can no longer be the face of Shivy Hair Care. Yes, it still will be called Shivy Hair Care. You will know who Shivy is. But mm-hmm. to be honest, Shivy will be in the background. I don't want to be a full stay-at-home mom like Ashel. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, for two years, um, the first two years of each child's life. Because to be honest, I need to be out that house. I, I don't. But me, like, you know, <laughs> she's, she's going to be there. If I need Ooh, I someone to be home... She's going to be there. Me, I just want to be a stay-at-home mom for like the first two years of the kid's life. And I really want to get back out into... Into reality. Working. And working in a sense of just busying myself and not being around them little kids Oh, I'm going to be busy. Y'all ever Desperate Housewives? I'm going to be busy. Oh, wow. <laughs> you see? <laughs> now I'm going to get phone calls about what this lady is doing at these socialite balls and oh, stuff. Yeah, like, girl. how dare her? How dare Brandy bring Jessica to the ball looking like that? This Big is the facts. calls I'm going to get from Ashel. Big move. We discussed this about this. She already is planning... That's- to make a petition about the neighbor who didn't put up the proper Christmas tree decorations. Now, y'all need to understand that that's, like, that's what I'm working hard towards now. <laughs> that's really what I'm working towards, is being that annoying neighbor with the big-ass house. <laughs> and the big-ass decorations. Yeah. Gonna be, I'm, gonna, I'm already over her decorations. Like, yeah, I'm just, over it. It hasn't come yet, but I'm over it. 
Because you're not about to text me and tell me what's up with my house. You're not about to shame my lack of Christmas decorations. Let's let's put it out there right now. You will not shame me for being the house mom that you are and, and, and not baking my children's brownies. So what? I bought it. All right. And what? All right, and I sis. bought the brownies. I just need you to not shame me because Ash already <laughs> mentioned how she will. She will shame those who don't. Okay? But um, any last minute tips for... Face of the brand, not facing them the brand. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, Re- I think I reversion. Yeah, I wouldn't be the face of the brand, but that's me personally. Reversion, outsource, boom. I think for me, it's just about knowing what's right for your brand, and sometimes you are not right for your brand. I agree. Um, and it's okay if that changes. You can always switch from being the face to not being the face. Yeah. You know? Just do it in a creative way and have everyone be like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for the business aspect of this podcast. I wanted to give myself a little shout out because okay. I, I told Ash about this. Okay. Um, As Ash, not you guys know, I don't do a lot of work with my personal appearance. I am lazy. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes my lips be a little too chapped more than it needs to be. (laughs) But this past week, I have been maintaining myself. Like, boom. My lashes, I did them myself. And they look great. Mm. My eyebrows, they're done. My nails just got filled in. My toes are done. Body waxed, clean, and everything. You're having a good week. You're having a great self-care week. My hair was, was done really well. I I still like her hair, but I digress. I but you know, I regress. Okay. <laughs> but that's that's my little like. No, shout out to you having yeah, a good self care. I've been struggling, week. guys. Like honestly, some days I'd be going out the house and I'd just be like, I can't. I wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> like I really wouldn't pull myself to the side and be like, Yo, can I talk to you for a second? Like, can yeah. I holler? Like I, when people look at me, sometimes I'd be like, Wow, beauty is in the eye of the beholder because. Baby, I, I look bad. I think about that every time I, I go to Target so with bad. sweats and two different pairs of socks, and <laughs> the socks are showing. And like it's, it's I uh, look at people like I'm. I'm sorry, but this is how I came out. And I know. I honestly, I have not been doing well, but I really feel good because it took me a long time to start to act like an adult who cares about her person, her presentation. Like it's really bad. I really hope this maintains. No, don't say you hope. It will maintain because you will manifest it as such. I might pop out these nails next week. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, You saw how I tried to give the good energy, the positive energy. She threw that shit out the window, guys. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was me. Do you want to give yourself a shout out? Oh, your hair. Give yourself a shout out. Uh, I did a fresh dye, guys. If y'all know me, y'all know I'm I'm frugal. <laughs> I'm not going to a natural hairstylist for much. For anything. Yeah. And, like, the, my friend who did style my hair before lives kind of far now. So I've just been doing stuff by myself. I dyed my hair by myself, like a whole real dye, and it came out perfect. So, you know. Before we even move past the dye, I need to say this, and I said it to you once. I'm going to say it again. Please, 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 please. For everyone out here that knows and respects you as a human being, don't let this happen again. Yeah, I used to be red all the time. She did. I was red since I was 13. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I think my my hair kind of went with the schmood of my life. Like, it was just dull. You know, 
I don't accept it. I really don't. Because when I met her, she told me, my hair will always be red. This is who I am. This is me. Yo. From since I was young to the day I die, I will always be a redhead. Because, you know, red is my color. And for a calm year plus, she was a not. She was. <laughs> so it's not like I wasn't. The ends were a little something. It grew out. It grew out. It started looking like brown. It grew. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I was using cheap dye, but it grew out, guys. Like, I'm so happy to have this color back. It looks me so too. amazing. I like, feel like myself again. So guys, if you feel like you, you could do something to spruce up yourself, just to make yourself feel better. She rebranded. Episode one. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> Full circle here. Here we go. <laughs> like, just make... just. Get it done. Yeah. Even if you feel like you really don't got enough coins to do it, go on YouTube. Do something. I always say that. I don't I don't want to hear I don't know how to do unless you actually tried it. Cause I am very big on doing stuff myself. I not everyone is able to do stuff themselves, but definitely not try. That, you know? That individual lash shit is a dub for me, but Belly does it very well. However, Ash didn't even look at one video and sit down and try it. I didn't, and I won't. Things Who's like it? that, I'm not, <laughs> things like that. I'm not. I know I'm not gonna do myself. But making a wig, something I thought I could never do, I have done twice now. So Boom. yeah. So try. You can try if you know yourself, though. Mm, save that coin. Pay that money. No, yeah, no. If you know yourself, you're not trying to deal with the... Um... Self-waxing, it's not going to be me, Poppy. Sorry. <laughs> Self-waxing? People do it. I don't. And it's I can't. I'm I not inflicting pain on myself on purpose. <laughs> like, I refuse to. No, but shout out to the people that do. Great job. Like, Rhea, she's definitely going to very soon. Hopefully getting that license. Because I, me personally, I will not. <laughs> to be honest, like... Waxing on its own is its own controversial topic, but we're not even going to get into that. That's a whole nother spiel. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. As usual, like, comment. I don't think Leave some reviews, guys. We can need to. Subscribe? Yes, you yeah, can. Of course we can. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Girl, we putting this out everywhere. You guys are going to be able to find us on YouTube. Honestly, all streaming platforms, you will we're be there. able to listen to this podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will be back with you guys in episode five. Boom. Bye.